Coming up. So essentially, God decided to love. And it's from his nature. It's not something he had to calculate. So let me figure out, let me think this through. Okay, I'll love. No, it's his nature to love. Amen. So love is the, this, this kind of love is a decision, not a feeling. Now, the decision to love, though, can lead to feelings of this of agape love, but it's really a decision to love. And God decided that he would love you and me. And even more than that, as we're going to see as we walk through this message. Yeah. So God is love. He's transcendent. He's omnipresent. He's all those other things, but wrapped in all of that or intertwined in all of that, connected to all of that is the love of God. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert of Quick Life Christian Fellowship. There are some things about God that every believer should always keep in mind. First of all, God is, was, and always will be. Join us for the message series, God Is, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn walk through some of the qualities of God that we can confidently put our trust in. Here's the 10th message in the series, The Love of God, Part 1. Because we've been on the message series entitled God Is. Mm -hmm. God Is. And our subtopic for today is the love of God. Mm -hmm. And again, I didn't plan that. It just kind of happened. <laughs> um, so God works things out. Amen. Um, and to make his points and to make his, his, uh, his people, his mm -hmm. children, know where he stands draw closer to him and know who he is. Mm -hmm. So today is our 10th message in the series and it actually will be our final message in this series. And to this point, we've been talking about a lot of things that God is about his character and his attributes, his nature. Mm -hmm. And so we've talked about transcendence of God, the goodness of God, the holiness of God, the immutability of God, the omnipotence of God. Mm -hmm the omniscience of God, the omnipresence of God, the eternality of God, right. and the spirituality of God. Mm -hmm. And today, again, we're going to talk about the love of God. And I want to reiterate that these attributes of God all are connected together. They enhance each other. They feed upon each other. It's, uh, it's a collective mm -hmm. of who God is. And this is not all of them. This is just the ones that I'm covering. And so hopefully this series has blessed you like it's blessed me. It has yeah. truly been a blessing to me. And um, so we're going to wrap it up today. And I think it's fitting that we wrap, wrap it up with the love of God. Good. Now, the Bible uses several Hebrew and Greek words to indicate various kinds of love, like brotherly or friendly love. Mm -hmm. Uh, sensual or romantic love, parental or familial love, 
um, or even co covenantal or loyal love. But I want to focus today on the love of God, which is often referred to as unconditional or spiritual love. This love doesn't require any conditions um, for, for it to be, for it to exist toward its objects. Mm -hmm. In other words, there's nothing the object of this love did or didn't do that generated the love. The Greek word for this love is agape. And now I just gave you some descriptive things of agape love, but not necessarily defined it, defined what it is. So I want to get into that. So on your outline, write this down. What is the definition of agape love? And from the Nelson's New Illustration Bible Dictionary, it says agape, a Greek word used often in the New Testament. Contrary to popular understanding, listen to this, contrary to popular understanding, the significance, significance of agape is not that it is unconditional love, but that it is primarily a love of the will rather than the emotions. I'm going to say that again, so I want that to get into your, into your spirit. Yeah. Um, not that agape love is... Uh, just unconditional love, but it is primarily a love of the will mm -hmm. rather than emotions. All right. um, the idea here is that it's a decision versus a feeling. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to share a little bit on more in a moment, but I want to share with you 2 Corinthians 13, 11, what it says. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, Rejoice, strive for full restoration, encourage one another, be of one mind, live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. So look at what the text is telling us here. It's giving us these things for us to do so that the God of love mm -hmm. and the God of peace can be with us. And I trust that you do want God with you. And with us, um, as a pastor of Quench Life, I definitely want God with us as Quench Life. We want the God of love to be with us. We want to experience his, his presence. We want to be in relationship with him. With him. We want him to walk with us as we live for him and serve him and honor him. And it tells us, though, that we got to strive. We got to, uh, for full restoration, encourage each other, be a one mind and live in peace. And this will bring uh, the God of love into to be with us. Mm -hmm. But I want to highlight the fact that he says he's the God of love. Mm -hmm. It's the God of love. Yeah. First John 4, 8 um, gives us even a little more deeper look into this, mm -hmm. where it says, whoever does not love does not know God. So I'm going to pause on that for a moment that it says that if you don't love, then you don't know God. Hmm. Hmm. You don't know God. That ain't real love. That's not real love. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Again, and we're talking about agape love. Yeah. We're not talking about uh, 
you know, romantic love. Now, obviously, there are people out there who don't love, who don't know God, but they can feel a sense of love. They can feel, you know, they can love their job. You know, they can love their 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 mate. They can love their dog. They can love their cat, mm-hmm. um, whatever. They can do all of that. They can love their car. But the only reason they can do that, even those those are lower level loves, the only reason they can even do the lower level love is because the higher level love exists. Yeah. That they're even able to do that, to even feel that. But the text is telling us that to know love, meaning the agape, that higher level of that spiritual love, mm-hmm. is to know God. Yeah. So you can't know that level of love without knowing God. And it gives us why in the passage. Mm-hmm. It goes on to say, I'm going to read the 1 John 4, 8 again. Mm-hmm. Whoever does not love does not know God. Why? Because God is love. God is love. Mm -hmm. It's God's nature. It's saying God's nature is love. It's not saying that it's not saying that God loves, which he does. It's saying deeper than that. No, he is love. Mm -hmm. It's he's love intrinsically on the inside. He's love. Amen. That's what it's telling us. And this is a willful love. As we read in the definition, it's primarily a love of the will, not of feeling or emotions. This is God by his nature willfully loves. Amen. And again, it's the highest form of love. So essentially God decided to love mm-hmm. and it's from his nature it's not something he had to calculate so let me figure out let me think this through okay i'll love no it's his nature to love so love is the this, this kind of love is a decision not a feeling mm-hmm. amen now the decision to love though can lead to feelings of this of agape love but it's really a decision mm. to love. Mm-hmm. And God decide, decided that he would love you and me. And even more than that, as we're going to see as we walk through this message. Yeah. So God is love. Mm-hmm. He's transcendent. He's omnipresent. He's all those other things, but wrapped in all of that or intertwined in all of that, connected to all of that is the love of God. Yes, amen. Thankful for his love. So I want to give you some truths, write that down, some truths about the love of God. Mm -hmm. Some truths about the love of God. The first is it comes from God. Okay, I know that seems real obvious Obvious, at this point, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's worth stating though. Yeah. It's worth stating. Because one of the things about it, the reason why it's worth stating, is that if you are attempting to or feeling this agape love, you need to know it didn't come from how he or she looked. Mm 
Okay, it didn't it didn't come because your eyes your eyes saw something. Okay, you know you you that, that and then you and then you say I love you and you say I love you unconditionally. Oh no, that that your eyes that came from your eyes that came from your eyes. Mm-hmm. You know you, you you might say well I love steak. You know that that came from your tongue. That came from your taste buds. That, taste, that yes. didn't that didn't come from God. That right. so I, I it's important to state that this love that we're talking about this high level of love comes from God. Man. Look what it says in 1 John 4, 10a. Mm-hmm. It says, this is love, and this is agape love. Mm-hmm. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us. Yeah. Not that we love God. So we only love, the love of God is only a part of, or available to us, or available for us to express, mm-hmm. or feel, or decide mm-hmm. or experience because God loved us first. Right, right. He first loved us. He first loved us. Mm-hmm. So it comes from God and God, that means God, God was the originator of love. He was the initiator yeah. of the love. Amen. And so we can understand this a little bit if you think of uh, parents and and their and their newborns. Mm-hmm. Um and how the baby the baby doesn't know who their mother or mother is or father is. They 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 they, they you, if you had if you had to ask them they couldn't tell you. Um, they, but what happens is as they come out the womb, they that that and whoever cares for them, they begin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to to see them right. as the lover of them. Um, See, many people have um, been told that who they thought were their parents yeah. weren't their parents when they became adults. They didn't find out. They didn't know no different until they were an adult. At some point mm-hmm. when somebody told you, you know, or it might have been their parent told them, you know, when they got 20, 22, 15, 30, I don't know, whatever age, mm-hmm. their parent decided, okay, I want to tell them that I'm really not your biological mother or father right right but they didn't know until they were told they didn't know the difference they were they saw them as the person who was caring for them Mm -hmm. loving them providing for them befriending them all of that and they said mama daddy and later they find out well you're really not my biological and this that's the point i'm making yeah is that um we can experience, we can understand how God is the originator and initiator. If we look at it from the, 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 the baby and parent uh, mother kind of relationship and how, how the, the, the baby just receiving it mm-hmm. and, and it, they know if it's the biological mother or not, but they're receiving it because yeah. it's originating from mm-hmm. someone else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're loving them and initiating the love. And then they begin to learn and understand what love is and how love feels and 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 uh they begin to respond to that amen it begins to make them smile one one of the the, i just maybe i just had a flashback when my son was real real young and um he used to like uh when i i I don't know why he liked it but it made him laugh it just made him (laughs) laugh it made him laugh. And so I would hold him and then I, I would, you know, act like I'm fun, I'm about to fall backward. 
And whenever I did that, he would crack up. He yeah. just would crack up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it, and it, it made brought joy to me to see to see that I was able to make him laugh. Yeah. I mean, a hearty, genuine, yeah. organic laugh, you know, it was, mm -hmm. it was, it was, uh, uh, it was very pleasing to see that joy on his face and hear it. Yeah, that little cute little laughter. Yeah. Yeah, I got that on tape somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we just do. Just cracking up. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. 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 And I was just thinking that is how important it is at that age. I mean, from the very first time when your child's a newborn is to, you mentioned about that's where they learn where love is, uh -huh. what love is, uh -huh. is how you treat, how you talk to, you know, how you, um, um, you know, speak to the child then because they are learning then. Yes. We're, you're instilling stuff in them at a small, at a young age. Yes. And that's things that they can take with them, you know, throughout life. So it's very important. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. And so um, we need to know it comes, it comes from God. Mm -hmm. um, the second truth that we need to know is it is commended by God. Mm -hmm. It is commended by God. Um, look what it says here in Romans 5, 8. And I'm going to read the King James Version because I, I like the way it, it says this. Most of the translations don't say commended but it says demonstrated or showed. Mm -hmm. um, but here King James says, but God commended <laughs> his mm -hmm. love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. Christ died for us. Mm -hmm. Again, most translations don't use that word. They use demonstration or showed. Yeah. And some even say proved. Mm -hmm. And all those are accurate, but when you look at commended, it, it, for me, it puts a little bit more on it. Mm -hmm. uh, look here what the definition at dictionary.com gives for commend. Mm -hmm. It says to present, mention, or praise as, worth, as worthy of confidence, notice, kindness, etc. recommend. Mm -hmm. So here it's like God is putting his own stamp of approval on his own love yeah that that's kind of what it is to you know to commend commend mm -hmm. it's like you might say to somebody you know when somebody did something great or good you would say i commend you for that mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. god is god is commending his love to us he's like this he, god is saying this is something y'all need y'all y'all yeah. y'all really need this this you is special this. this is some special right. stuff this is the real this deal is the right real here. deal right here god is god is saying <laughs> my love my love I'm, I'm commending, I'm commending it to you. Yeah. I'm approval. I'm, I'm put, I'm God. I create everything and I'm putting a stamp of approval on my love yeah. and you, you need this. You better take this. Mm -hmm. It's commendable. Okay. Yes. Yes. You need to take this love. Yeah. And that's kind of why I like how the King James version says it. Mm -hmm. Look what the message version says. And uh, puts a little spin, different kind of spin on it in Romans 5, 8. It says, but God put his love on the line for us mm -hmm. by offering his son in sacrificial death while we were of no use whatever to him. No use. <laughs> <laughs> while right. we were no of no use whatsoever. No right. Use. right? And, and that kind of <laughs> takes us back to the 
the idea of it being unconditional and being a willful love, not because it was nothing that we did or didn't do. We didn't deserve it. In fact, we were of no use to God, but God loved us anyway because he decided to love us. Amen. Think about that. When we were unlovable, when we were of no use to God, God, because it's his nature to love, loved us anyway. Amen. And see, in fact, that's why God can do it, because it is his nature. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How could he love a sinner? Even someone who may, who may say he doesn't exist, who denies his existence, yeah, yeah. who ignores him. God still decided to love us mm -hmm. and not only love us, but to demonstrate it by dying for us. Amen. While we were draped in sin. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Yeah. Think about that. I did this. I just had this thought. I did this analogy um, many years ago when I was teaching Bible study at, at, at work and, and knew me. And, um, and, um, I, 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 I brought in a bottle of juice or something. I, I, I didn't let it get to this place I'm going to describe because it would, this would have been nasty, but, um, but I had them, I told them to, to imagine this bottle filled with, you know, bacteria and mold and mildew and, you know, y'all know what, how stuff how rancid things mm -hmm. get if you yeah, leave it out yeah. and how it spoils. Right. Just think, just think you got, you're looking at a glass full of, you know. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Stinky. Y'all. And God decided to love that. Yeah. Right? To love us mm -hmm. and die for us when that's how we look. Yes, yes. That's how we look. Amen. Filthy decayed, of no use, mm -hmm. still he decided to love you and I. Yeah. See, somebody ought to say amen. amen. Somebody ought to say amen. amen. <laughs> should have been thrown in the trash. Should have been thrown in the trash. Yes, yes. Should have been thrown in the trash. God could have just wiped us all out. Let me start all over again. Yeah, y'all know, <laughs> y'all know, y'all know how it is. And, and I want to accent on what she said about throwing in the trash, because sometimes uh, some things get so bad, mm -hmm. I don't put it in the trash can in the house. <laughs> Y'all ever been there? It's like, you know, you, you, you can't even go. You, you going in the trash, but I'm taking you outside the house. Yes. I would take you to the outside yes. can. Yeah. Because if I leave you in the can in the house, you're going to funk up yeah. the whole house. Yeah. Like some broccoli, for example. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you're going to stank up the whole house. <laughs> right? And that's who oh, we were. We were we were that, that thing that would stank up the whole house, and oh, God man. decided... Outside on trash. To love us anyway. Jason, outside on trash day. <laughs> outside on trash day. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sometimes I get some, get some, have some, some fish, and then you know it's time to throw the fish out. I leave it in the freezer until it's time 
to until it's trash day. day. Yeah. Right? yeah. I don't put it in the trash like, until it's trash. Yeah, I don't even put it in the outside can until it's trash <laughs> day. Because <laughs> yeah. I got to go to the outside. I might have to go to the outside can again. And then it's going to funk up the outside can. Yeah, so yeah, I leave I it frozen mm -hmm. until trash day. Yeah, it's like, the, oh, no, this is oh, that, that, that was us, y'all. That was yeah. us. That was yeah. us. We were, we were jacked up. But yet, God still decided willfully yeah. to love us Amen. and die Amen. for us. Amen. Yeah. Amen. God is good. God is good. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And, and look what it says here in 1 John 4 9. This is how, how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world. That he might that we might live through him. He sent Jesus Amen. for us to have life, and we were dead. We were dead, dead spiritually. But God sent His Son so that we can have life. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life Come into my heart. Take control. Transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time Verse 7 goes on and says, as you endure this divine discipline, this divine discipline, endure it. Remember that God is treating you as his own child. Treating you as his own child. Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by its father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all his children, listen, it means that you are illegitimate and are not really his children at all. So be careful about not wanting the discipline and not wanting the correction and the punishment that God dishes out because if he doesn't do it, it means you're not really his child. I don't know about you. I want to be God's child. So God, correct me, please. You know, make me more like you. Because I understand that it's a reflection 
of you being my father and me being your son. That's how father and son get down. And so Lord, love me with correction because I want to be more like you. We should feel that way. We should desire that from a loving God, not just the good stuff, but also the correction. Thank you for listening. 